two kinds of bacon and all kinds of delicious. Say hello to Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas, each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. Let's say you make it to the top. What's next? Relish in the glory of your accomplishments? Okay, sure, for a minute. But then you move forward. Take the 2021 Escalade. Cadillac's newest arrival is more than just a celebration of iconic luxury. It's the most technologically advanced Escalade ever. Because arriving is just the beginning. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving. Ah, welcome to Preach Kev. Preach is me, your host, Pastor Kevin Kev, coming at you with another sermon. I would like to tag today's sermon the right decision. Um, no, I started with Isaiah 30, 21. Your teacher will be right there, local and on the job, urging you on whenever you wander left or right. This is the right road. Walk down this road. So when it comes to decisions, how do you make them? What's your thought process? Do you, do you go through different different steps, different map processing. What do you do to come to a conclusion? So I'm going to have a guest today later on. We're going to talk about two different topics. Uh, LeBron James and his decision that he'll make in free agency. Kawhi Leonard and Popovich in their meeting and what kind of decision would they come out with after that meeting. Um, that's later for in the show. I want to talk about three things real quick. NFL mini camps are starting. And do we got a whole lot of people, whole lot of superstars who are holding out. This is a good decision to me. You got to hold out to get what you want. That's the only way they have any say-so of what goes on. Aaron Donald, Khalil Mack, Julio Jones, Earl Thomas, and to a lighter extent, OBJ. Zach Martin just got his contract. Top dollar. Deserve it. Been a superstar since he walked into the locker room, since he got drafted. OBJ come back for injury. Seven got his contract, so he's going to do team workout, uh, individual workouts only. Great decision. Julio Jones. Now, here's where Julio Jones... Get on my nerves. You got a three-year contract left. You signed this deal. You need to honor it. I understand that you're not paid top dollar for your position because you are at least a top three receiver without debate. So, your decision in the past 
<laughs> alter your decision now. And you want to earn more money, which you do deserve. But three years left. Not one when you can renegotiate. Maybe two. But you are three years out. And you made a decision not to show at minicamp. Of course they're going to get this done for you. You're Julio Jones. You're the, you're the fourth Migo. You know? You will get a job. You will get it done. They will get you your money. But come on, man. Make a decision. He made his decision to not go to minicamp. And that's what, we, that's what we're going to live with. Let's see how long it takes for him to make a statement. We know guys like Aaron Donald, Khalil Mack, why they're holding out. Rookies contracts. Now it's time to get paid the big bucks. Aaron Donald is the best player in NFL football. Especially on the defensive end. Defensive side of the ball. He is the best defensive player in the game and deserves to be paid like it. The Rams want to go get Akeem Tlaib and go get um, Marcus Peters and and Brandon Cooks. But you got to pay all your money to Aaron Donald. So you won't see Brandon Cooks there. You won't see Duncan Sue there next year. They're going to have to let him go because Aaron Donald is about to get that paper. And he deserves it. So the thing about the decision, like the thing about decisions are, when you make the decision, don't try to go left or right of it. Don't wander. Stay right there on that road. Walk down it. Don't come, Aaron Donald. Don't come, or Julio Jones, OBJ, Khalil Mack. Don't don't make this decision, and then decide to go left or right of it. Go right down it. It's a good decision. Show us that it's a good decision. Prove to us. Don't veer off. Another decision are two teams that now are kind of joined at the hip a little bit. Toronto Raptors and Detroit Pistons. They both made their coaching hire. Raptors fired Dwayne Casey after one hell of a season. First season in the playoffs. But like I said before, I mean... It had to be a change. Had to be. Dwayne Casey. It had to be a change. You good, but it had to be a change. Because we mediocrity is, is not what we want to be in life. So we made in the, the Raptors made a choice. And they got the wall down it. They went with Nick Nurse, the assistant coach of the Toronto Raptors, who was an offensive guy and helped them grow from Grow like three point shooting, assists, and all that. He made that work. So to give him the opportunity to right ship, you know, and get to where they need to go. They didn't really make it too much of a change. I would like them to go Messina from San Antonio, but they didn't. But it's all good. So let's see what they do. It's a, it's a good decision. Just like I said, just. Don't go left, don't go right, don't try to back out a year from now and say, oh, Nick Nurse wasn't the right fit or, or uh, oh, man, I wish we didn't fire Dwayne Casey. No, you did it. Stick to it. And the Pistons got the best coach in, got the best coach in I guess, coaching for agency, Dwayne Casey. This is a guy who will get whatever he can out of Blake Griffin. If Blake Griffin is a superstar, if he is one, Casey would get out of him. He made DeRozan and Lowry very relevant in the NBA. 
I think he do the same thing with Blake Griffin, especially with no injuries and Andre Drummond. They all they both should take a next step. Um, it was Stan Van Gundy's decision to bring in Blake Griffin, so you now you have a super max guy. How long do the Pistons stay with it? Don't go left, don't go right, right walk right down the road, right down the road. It is the right road to keep have Blake Griffin. You have a you have a reason to like Detroit Pistons, Pistons basketball again. So let's make a make a good decision. You made one. I think it's a good one. I love Blake Griffin. I love Andre Drummond. You gotta make minor adjustments to the roster. Get how Casey needed. Bench. Guard play. Wing play. You got the front guys in front. You should never outside of Boogie and Davis, you shouldn't really lose a front court battle. So stick with it. All right, we back. We got a special guest, uh, Antoine, with me. We've been friends since, you know, about, maybe go about four or five years back now. Uh, he's a good – I, I, I count him as my NBA analyst, um, analyst right now. He's my, my Chris Broussard. Um, Antoine, welcome to the show, man. Hey, what's up, man? Thanks for having me on the show. The fans been asking for me, and I'm here, man. Appreciate you having me. Uh, you know, former teammate, Kev, former hoop mate. We done done it all one championships together, but – Thanks for having me on the show, brother. Oh, yeah, no problem. Appreciate you joining me. Uh, so we're going to first go into LeBron. And we've been talking about decisions already. So he has a big decision coming up this offseason. He will be a free agent. He just got swept in the finals by the Warriors. And by the looks of it, it like it really was just him out there. What are your like reactions to the, to the NBA finals and how it ended? Oh, man. Well, I was pulling for LeBron, man. Uh with KD going to the Warriors, he's he messed up the balance of power in the NBA. Uh, like it's never been messed up before. Even when LeBron went to the Heat, you know, it wasn't this unbalanced. You know, understand what I'm saying? Right. Uh, but you know, uh he you know, he got swept, man. He was the only he was he was a one man army out there, you know. And that that just ain't gonna cut it against them against the mighty Warriors. But do overall, you think overall he played a great game, played a great series, honestly. He did all he could do. I didn't like the way he quit down the stretch, but uh, you know, I just some people say he quit, some people say he was tired. Do you think this him being swept kind of like ended, ended his little quest for being the greatest ever? Definitely not, man. Uh, with this decision right here, man, he can alter the, the landscape of the NBA just as he did with his first decision, just as he did when he came back to Cleveland, just as Kevin Durant did when he went to send, uh, went to Golden State Warriors. He can alter the NBA and change his – if he makes the right decision, he can set himself up to win three championships. Right, and I just don't understand – I don't understand how – just because he got swept. I mean, I, I understand – I mean, really, he, he did get his. He did get the win when they was they were down one and, you know, J.R. and George Hill messed it up. I mean, he really got – he really got one. It just – I mean, I, I you know, some you know stuff just happened and – it's, it's all good. But, yeah, like I said, his decision will change the landscape. It will shed the NBA. And I, I'm um, I'm very interested of, of what he will do. And, like, because, you know, once he makes his, his his decision, dominoes will fall. Oh, and, yes. Man. And, every, and people are going to make making moves to counter what he does. See, but I, I, I want to see if he, if he makes his decision early on in free agency, you know, July 1st, 2nd, 3rd, or does he wait to – other people start making decisions because you know people going they're going to save money for LeBron James if they got a chance of getting them they're not going to give money to others 
You know what I'm saying? Right. So I just want to see who, who what's Domino fall first. The big Domino with LeBron fall first, or will we see will we see a bunch of you know under guys, other guys get contracts first, and then LeBron make his decision based off that. Right. So going to the betting, uh, these are your favorites. You got Lakers, Rockets, Cavs, Celtics, Spurs, and the Sixers. Out of these, well, we're gonna go we can go into each one. So we'll start with the with the favorite right now, the LA Lakers. That's my favorite team. Um, what if, if LeBron does choose LA? You know, obviously it's going to be another person to come with him. Whether it's Chris Paul that I'm hearing rumors about, uh, Paul George, or even oh, somebody George like there, he's there. I, 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 I'm committed. Paul George is going to be a Los Angeles Laker next year. Okay, so so LeBron so LeBron goes there with Paul George. So what kind of what kind of outlook and what kind of impact does, does this have if he goes there instead? Well, see, I've talked to many Lakers fans, yourself included, uh, my homeboy, uh, Donovan Merchant. Shout out, Merch Bayless on Twitter. Lakers fan. Uh, a lot of Lakers fans don't want LeBron, man. That's what I've been hearing from the consensus. And the reason being is they like their young core. They just feel like they need a, a Paul George piece or a Kawhi Leonard piece, you know. And, and they don't want Chris Paul for five years. Like, who wants Chris Paul for five more years? Thank you, bro. Like, you know, but LeBron, I just, I, I don't like the look for the Lakers organization. Yes, LeBron could bring you championships, but you have a good, solid core. Stick with it, man. Let them young guys grow. Let them young guys grow. You got Kuzma. Kuzma is going to be a bucket, man. Kuzma is going to be a bucket. Lonzo's ball is going to be tough. He averaged 12, 77 as a rookie. No one has done that, I think, since Magic Johnson and Ben Simmons. Like, them the only two. Yeah, see, and – now I'm not saying I'm gonna turn down LeBron. LeBron wants to come in. I'm not gonna say no. Oh, but it's like yeah, like but I, I like that though. I, I want to see because I mean even even with LeBron and Paul George, I mean obviously we're gonna still need you know big men, uh, and then you know backup guards, whatever like that the case may be. But it's like it's like are we are we still are we ready are we ready to compete? Uh, I mean I know LeBron James can beat anybody, but it's like are we ready? Are we willing to say that the Lakers young core? Uh, Ball, Kuzma, Ingram, Randall, are ready. Josh Hart, are, are, they, are, are they ready? Are they ready for it? That's yeah. that's the thing, and that's the only reason why I want to instead of like putting that pressure on them now. I want uh, like that's why I say I want that kind of step where you get Paul George this year, and then the following year you get the next guy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. that may be. Honestly, a bunch of free agents are falling next year, man. Like, hey, bro, Kawhi play out this last year in San Antonio. You never know. Right, but I I would I would love a big man instead, you know, like Paul George and the big so, star big. Uh, so a guy like Boogie Cousins. Right, that'll okay. be that'll be somebody that'll be somebody I, I would worth I would like getting this this uh, summer, but like I say, come out Achilles, who knows, you know where 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 his level will be. But yeah, Boogie Boogie and Paul George, that's a that's a nightmare right there. So I mean I I guess I guess we're saying with LA they can be right there right there in the playoffs and right back to right back being to like a you know contender you know where you know the NBA is better when the Lakers are. All right, here you go with that. Of course, the Lakers fan would say that. Of course. But of uh, course. now moving on to the. This is I want to say about the Lakers real quick, man. Uh, right. I just feel like they're not ready to win in the Western Conference right now. Even if if they get LeBron, like they don't have enough, like enough of that that Western Conference playoff experience with the young guys. You know what I mean? Like, it, right. 
It, you got to be battle tested to win in that West. But carry on. I'm sorry. All right. So moving on to the next contender, uh, Houston Rockets. Um, so here's here's really how the Rockets go. If they get LeBron James, and you know, uh, bring back Chris Paul. They can they can really they can go broke and get Capella back because he restricted. But outside of that, they got a gut. They lost. Everybody else have to go. So now you're getting rid of your bitch. You're getting rid of PJ Tucker. You're getting rid of your Reezes, guys like that. Your Eric Gordons, your Ryan Andersons. So what what, hap- what happens now if 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 that's all you have? If, if those four is, is just uh, main pieces. Well, the Rockets, man. Why why would you why would you break that up? You were a game away. Your second best player was out with the injury. You were up 17, up 16 in the first quarter, 16, 17 in the first quarter against the champions in a game six. In a game six on the road with the Chris Paul in that game, I say the Rockets win. I say yep. the I say the Rockets win. So why why would you why would you break that up? Like, you know, you you have the formula to beat the Warriors. Like you if any team have the has the formula, it's the Houston Rockets. So why would you break that up for LeBron James? And, you know, get Clint Capella back because Clint Capella is a big – he's a rarity. He's a big man who could play in a small ball era. Now, the, when you brought up the point about the dominoes and, like, LeBron decides to wait, this would be a very key person because you got to think of got, of teams like Phoenix Suns, um, who who has been rumored to Capella? It's been a bunch of different teams, like but I've been hearing them. Maver- Mavericks, but see, these are these are not good teams who know they're not getting LeBron James. So they going they they throwing their money at Capella because they know they're not getting LeBron, so they don't have to save no money. So if he if he's willing to you know sign to the you know sign to the Suns on day one, now we're thinking okay, well now LeBron, if he don't make the decision quickly, we have to match his offer, and now we can't get him anymore. Like so, so that 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 really will play a big a big part if LeBron goes to Houston. My the the best thing for Rockies, in my opinion, uh, is man, keep keep your core, man. Don't keep your core. Don't I know LeBron? LeBron is a great player. Don't take nothing away from the King, but keep your core, man. And I know it, it'll be tough offering Chris Paul that that max five years at his age, and he's coming off you know the injury in the playoffs. He's been hurt. But you got to keep your court, man. You got to give them another shot at the Warriors. You got to. It's only right, in my opinion. Right. And then I think really Chris Paul is not making a smart decision by saying that because he's going to handicap handicap that franchise. Um, and, and this is a guy who want to who want to at least get sniffed in the Bay Finals at least one time. He don't have to win a Super Ring, but sniff it at least once. And another thing with that, bro, I just feel like, you know, Chris Paul, James Harden was the best player on the team throughout the regular season. But in the playoffs, Chris Paul's leadership showed more than anything. Man. Right. It showed more than anything, bro. He, like, you could just tell, like, I, I don't know if you could tell, but I could tell at times James Harden seemed like he was out of it. And Chris Paul was there like, hey, man, it was one game where Chris Paul was, hey, man, come on. Like, we in the playoffs. Let's go. Like, he was, you yeah. know, like, encouraging them and stuff. That's why I feel like, you know, they need to try to just keep that core together. And I feel like a lot of those guys on the Rocks feel the same way. Now let me throw let me throw a curveball at you of somebody who the Rockets really should get or a player that really should look at this. And that's Kyle Anthony. He should he should opt out from OKC, take a huge pay cut. I'm not saying 
$5 million, but he can take from 27 down to 10. And he might be the missing piece. Because you, you think about somebody, a mellow, a mellow offensive ability. When Chris Paul went out, when they went on that, what, over 20 something, um, like 24, 25 threes in, in that game, you think it's like somebody like Chris Paul would have stopped it. But let's say Chris Paul hurt. You got somebody like Melo who can go in, go inside and play, you know, kind of slow the game up a little bit because that's where they got got um, like lost in in the whole situation without a lead on the floor. Yeah, like Chris Paul would he would have took the air out of the ball, the right amount of air out of the ball when they got up seventeen. Right, like that's the big thing about Chris Paul. But my thing with with Melo is Melo got a bad rap at OKC, man. In my opinion, I'm a Melo guy through and through. He got a bad rap because. You play with Russell Westbrook. No disrespect to Russell Westbrook. Great player. But that last game, Westbrook jacked up 43 shots. And I believe like 16 of them were three-pointers. Like, like when Melo, all Melo shots came within like seven seconds left on the shot clock, bro. As an offensive player, it's so hard for you to get in rhythm like that, especially as a great offensive player. As a role player, yes. Like, you should three, – three, five shots, you should be in rhythm as a role player. But as a great offensive player – like Melo is a superstar that he used to be. He needs more shots in that. And I feel like Russell Westbrook stunned Paul George in the same way, man. Like he took so many bad shots that it took so much air and energy from those two guys, if that makes sense. They like playing with him, of course, you know, their teammates. They're not going to ever come out and be like, I hate playing Russell Westbrook as KD did. But, you know, I just feel like you needed, like, they needed more more shot a better system donovan has to do something better with with the system he has in okc right so moving on to another philadelphia 76ers um that that's that's a very interesting one to me i know a lot of people keep saying that lebron james and ben simmons are kind of the same player um but tell you the truth i think it could work because one one thing lebron never had in his cold career is a dominant big man. Like, we always, you know, we always uh, come at Kobe because, you know, or he has Shaq, okay? you give, If you gave LeBron a dominant big man, or D, like D-Wade when he had Shaq, you give a, a great a great wing player a big man, I think I think it, it, it opens up his game. You're right about that. I, I, could, I could see that wholeheartedly. But this is the dynamic I'm looking at. People like to say that Ben Simmons and LeBron James, they're both ball-dominant players, like, if that makes sense. But my thing is with, like, what LeBron has been not been able to do, he 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 was able to do it a few years he played with Kyrie, but he could play more off the ball now uh, with Ben Simmons in the lineup. Like, they get bigger, they get better defensively. It's, I mean, you got, of course, you got to put shooters around them. You got to keep guys like, try to keep guys like JJ Reddick and Bellinelli. You got to keep it like that, put shooting on the floor around them. But I just feel like, you know, that's, that's like, that's a good spot for LeBron. They, they both could play on the ball and Ben Simmons could play off the ball. Like, in my opinion, when McConnell came into the game against the, in the Boston Celtics series, McConnell came into the game and took over the point guard duties. Ben Simmons was able to roam the baseline and get easy shots. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's tough, it's tough to sag off a person when they already in the paint. Yeah, and then like he's a, he's not a like when people keep saying like you know point guard. Okay, well LeBron James is really he's not a point guard. He can play he can play the point guard position or, or, or I guess like orchestrate the offense. Ben Simmons, you need another ball handler on the court for him. 
not you don't. I'm not saying you need somebody. You need another. You know, you need somebody like like a Rondo. I mean, somebody who McConnell is a guy who can who can he can hit some shots. So I'm not saying like you need you need to get a, a traditional point guard, but get somebody else who can handle the ball because yeah, like, that was the reason why they lost that series. Like yeah, it's like you they it was tough. Like like I said, they was they was packing it in on Ben Simmons. And my thing is when you packing in on when Ben Simmons bring up the court now and you have a LeBron James on the wing, you try your best to pack it in. Like I said, he LeBron takes so much. He's going to take so much of the eyes of the defense off of Ben Simmons and Dolan Beat, in my opinion. Like, it's going to be easy, so many easy shots. They're going to be up and down the floor because they already played at a fast pace. Right. With Embiid and Ben Simmons, as they rise up and get better, and, you know, because he's 33 years old and playing 15 years, will come down at some point. This, this is a t- time where he can be the best player for the ne- maybe the next year or so. And as he come down, Ben Simmons and Embiid's up, they can still be on, like still like not fall off because LeBron James got worse. Like because Ben Simmons and NB that at that point, 23, 24 years old, making making their way to their prime years. And then it's gonna be it's gonna be hard for teams in the East to beat them. Yeah, it kind of kind of be like that uh that Kareem Magic Johnson effect, man. Yeah. Magic Johnson came when he he extended Kareem's career for another 10 years almost. Yeah, perfect example. That's a perfect example for that. And I I, I really think that to be honest, that's is that's the move that I would make. If I was LeBron James, um, cause that that decision, like I'm, I'm still in the East, and I, I, have, I have my first time ever getting a dominant big man, and now I have a, a player who also a mismatch, like just like me with Ben Simmons. Okay, okay, I can see that. I can see that. Like I said, my biggest thing with him going to Philly is the the court spacing and the shooting. That's the only issue I have with it. But I feel like they Brett Brown has a a good enough system from what I've seen this year that LeBron could fit in seamlessly, man. Right, he's he's he a Spurs guy. You know, you know, y'all like to play the ball a lot. Um, you already know. And then I guess the, I guess the I mean I really the, the other option besides San Antonio we will get into that later is going back staying in Cleveland. Um, what do you think? What do you think about him staying there? And uh, like I said, it's it's good for it's good for Braun. It's good for Cleveland. It's good for the NBA, in my opinion, if he stays in Cleveland. Uh, like I said, it's the house. Cleveland is the house that LeBron built. Bro. Like, there's no – like I said, there, it's home. It's home. It don't get no better than home, in my opinion. Like I said, he might not have the best players around him in Cleveland, but it's – in the offseason, how they're going to approach, you know, the contracts they have. Because I feel like they still have a Tristan Thompson contract that they – Kind of, you know, they might keep, might not be able to keep. They got to do something with Georgia. They got too many guys making a lot of money that didn't perform enough in the playoffs. That's true. Hello? Kevin Love. You got Kevin Love, they're pretty good. But you got, like I said, Tristan Thompson, George Hill, Jordan Clarkson, J.R. Smith. Yes, man. Clarkson was the main disappointment for me, man. Like, you know. Uh, I expect Joe Clarkson to be better. He act like he was. He acted as, as as if he was nervous, but that might be the, the difference between being a good player on a rising team and an okay player on a championship caliber team. Right. That makes that makes a lot of sense. But do you do you think whatever he decides to do is this his last stop? Uh, in my opinion, it depends on where he goes. Because, you know, LeBron signed – he always signed contracts friendly to him. Here with the, he could opt out in that second year or something like that. 
So that's that's how he uh, many times he signs his contract. But in my opinion, it depends on where he go, man. If he go to L.A., last stop. Rockets might be there for two years. Uh, Philadelphia, last stop. I feel like in, and if he go to the Spurs, we haven't talked about them yet, it's the last stop. And I, I have my reasons for that also. All right, well, we're going to go right into the, the Spurs and uh, Kawhi. So I think it's, I think it's two I think it's two paths. Um, like so once they have this meeting that him and Kawhi, Kawhi and uh Pop Bishop have, I think it's only two paths that Spurs can take, and you can take away with this, with it is either you stay a contender, and I mean and I mean like your championship level, or just you build a, you start either start the rebuild mode. Oh, uh, well. This is what I'm gonna say. We we here in San Antonio, we don't rebuild, we reload, man. Uh, and another thing, I just feel like with Kawhi, bro. Once Pop has this sit down, I feel like we're gonna earn out a lot of issues, man. But I feel like that's where the a lot of the comp, like the non chemistry was between Pop. It wasn't between Kawhi and the players. It was between Pop and Kawhi, because Pop pushes. They say Pop as a coach pushes his superstars more than any other coach in the NBA. But it's a reason for it's a reason he has all uh, never missed hasn't missed the playoffs in what twenty years, almost uh, fifty plus win seasons. Like it's a reason for that, man. And Pop said it himself. The reason why he was able to be as great as coach he is because his stars let him be him. Tim Duncan let Pop be Pop. So, and Tim Duncan is the greatest power forward of all time. Two MVPs, five rings. Like let let your coach be your coach, Kawhi. Like let him push you to 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 be the best you can be. And then when it's time to, for you to start managing your minutes, it'll come to that. You know that. You know. I don't know if it was. I don't know if it was a. I don't think it was a rift between the players, man. I really don't. Based off of what I've seen, Danny Green saying in the uh, in the media, I just feel like it was more so between Kawhi and Kawhi and the organization, not Kawhi and the players. All right, so. <clears throat> Let's let's assume this this meeting with Pop goes great. What is the best scenario? So you know he's 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 eligible for the two hundred nineteen million supermax, um, especially after you know after making first teams NBA and you know uh, MVP ballots and all that stuff like that. So what is your best case scenario for the Spurs? I mean, I mean, like I said, we still still talk about LeBron decision, um, in that as well. Okay, the best case scenario is we I I want to hold on to. I want to get, of course, I want to hold on to Kawhi, offer him 219 Supermax. Uh, I want, I also want to keep LaMarcus Aldridge. I want to, I want to keep our core, keep our two core guys that we have, but I want to add LeBron James. You want to, of course, you're going to have to drop a few players. Uh, I feel like next, going into next year, our star line should look something like this. It should be Murray, Kawhi, LeBron, Aldridge, and Gasol. That's, I feel like that's a quality lineup. Though, Danny, I feel like I want to keep Danny Green. I want him to come off the bench. I want to keep Ginobili for another year, vet minimum or something, you know, because I feel like he's battle-tested in the playoffs. And if LeBron kicked the ball out to Ginobili, he'll hit it. <laughs> right. So I'm, I, th- I think I, I know that Rudy Gay's um, contract will have to come up. Danny Green would have to not accept that player option. And take less to stay, um, and I think I think they would have to. I I might 
if I'm read it right, I think they have to get rid of Paul Gasol to, to yeah, all, have, all to have to have the money. If they get rid of Paul Gasol, either get rid of him or he take a or he take his pay, pay cut as well. Now I do know if LeBron does sign sign there that Mono Ginobili is coming back. Oh yeah. Oh that's, yeah. That's a definite fact. That that's that's something that's something I know he's not gonna retire when he, he knows he can still play the game a little, you know, whether it's a, at a limited range. And I and win championship. Oh yeah, and of course, yeah, be be win a championship. Yeah. And then LeBron coming there, like you said, with pop with pop, like another thing LeBron never had. He never had a big dominant center and he never had a great coach. You put him with you you put him with Pop and you put him with somebody who's who's gonna value his minutes and keep him fresh for the playoffs. This this is the option to go. And this is why I say San Antonio, if he do, does come to San Antonio, it might also be a last stop for Ron. Because who is better at managing their star players that get older minutes than Pop and winning at the same time? No one. Like somebody – and everybody always said that LeBron role players didn't step up. Who is the best at getting their role players to play at the highest level in the playoffs? Pop. Exactly. That's why I feel like it's the best fit for Bron. He has a great coach. And Bron says he want to play off ball more. And name a Spurs star that has ever played on played on the ball in my in, in our era, of course, that has played on the ball like that. Kawhi played off. Uh, of course, Tim Duncan and David Robinson did. Like I said, they they play they, he can play off the ball in our system and not miss a beat and not miss a beat because we move we move the ball. Yeah, and I think you add LeBron James and Kawhi Leonard. Uh, I think together, I think Warriors. I really don't think Warriors stand a chance, to be honest. I mean, neither, man. Like I said, I, I, hey, I watched my guys. I watched Kawhi Leonard. We was up 20. The minute he went down, they went on the 17-0 run, bro. Uh, I've all, I always felt we could beat him, even if we didn't have LeBron. If we had Kawhi and Marcus, I felt like we had a chance. Right. It's always a fight chance when you get the best coach. In, in, in the sport. Um, so let's say this let's take a hypothetical and that meeting with Pop goes terribly, like it, it's very bad. What is the, the worst case scenario that would happen? Okay, if the meeting goes terrible and and we somehow have to deal I feel like I must tell you I'm gonna tell you a situation who, who how we should who we should deal him for. We should deal him for a combination of Tatum and Jalen Brown. Or Gordon Hayward and Jalen Brown. So is deal him Boston, to the Celtics. Is Boston really the only the only the only uh, team that you think that they have the pieces the enough pieces to give back for what Kawhi's worth? Uh I mean it's you know it's a few teams out there. Let me. I just feel like Boston because you know they're they're both of those guys are young. Unless someone's going to give up a pick or something. If we want players back, then those are the two. The three play the team I would go to the Boston Celtics. I would give them Kawhi Leonard, and I want two of their wings back though, because Kawhi Leonard is a top three player, MVP candidate, best the best player first, in the game. Yes, first best two way player in the game, and he, he and he will give you he can give you twenty five a night. But let's hope the the. The meeting with Pop goes as Popish would go, you know, not too many hiccups. I f- and I feel like we're going to come to good terms, man. I feel like this is going to be one of those all seasons where we say 
the Spurs won the offseason, even if we don't get LeBron. Oh yeah, I can see, I can see that very well, and I think okay, I I know the, I know the Spurs are gonna be fine. I think Kawhi, I think it really the miscommunications what the media has given us and what the stories that we've been hearing because this is the probably off like the most awkward story I've ever encountered in the NBA season because like yes. he played he after injury he came for nine games and then kind of like disappeared on the, you know what I'm saying like under the radar it's like yeah, it, what it, happened. It's, it's 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 funny to even think that like that your superstar would that would happen. So I mean I, I think it was, it was one of the rare, very rare occasions of something like this happening. So so after like so like I said LeBron gonna make a decision, Kawhi and Spurs will make a decision, and they gonna stick to it, you know. And they, they have, I feel like LeBron needs to be his last stop, and I think Spurs and Kawhi need to get this underway. Be, and stop giving me hope that I'm that my my, my team gonna get Kawhi because I need you to go ahead and sign a match so I can get off the table. Because my mind, I still think we can get him. So then go ahead and go ahead and wrap it up so so, so I can well, move on to somebody else. Hey man, July first is a big day in pop culture, baby. We got NBA free agency starting. Uh, power comes back, and it's my birthday, man. So you know, July first, man. We looking for big things, man. Uh. It's, it's the dog days of summer. We ain't got many sports to watch unless you're a big baseball fan. No, not big baseball fan. I, I keep I keep I keep in touch, but I appreciate you for joining me today. Um, and you know, I, I we'll, we'll have we'll have you back on at some point, and we can go from there. Appreciate you having me on the show, man. It's about time, man. I, I've been waiting on this about a year. Uh. <laughs> Shout out to all the fans of the show out there. You know, we, we build it and we build it slowly. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. It's Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas, each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. Let's say you make it to the top. What's next? Relish in the glory of your accomplishments? Okay, sure, for a minute. But then you move forward. Take the 2021 Escalade. Cadillac's newest arrival is more than just a celebration of iconic luxury. It's the most technologically advanced Escalade ever because arriving is just the beginning. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving.